first heard this story when I was 14 years old. Oldest boys, Mississauga Cabin, RKY Camp. Story of a camping trip gone wrong. Story of seven campers, counselor named Jim, all taking place on a lake called White Pine. Now the legend of White Pine is one you may have heard before. One that's been told many times before. But never told with lollipops, rainbows, or happy endings. This is not a story for bedtime. If you travel north from Sudbury, Highway 84, find a logging road that would lead you east to White Pine Lake. The area is still used today as a provincial park. Quite an extensive trail system. Well, nobody really talks about White Pine Lake anymore. Or the camp that used to sit at the north end. When our story took place in the 80s, Camp White Pine was a remote wilderness retreat designed for high-end camping and outdoor education. Jim had worked there for 10 years, basically making him a senior camp counselor if there ever could be such a thing. This was the off-season, the winter to be exact. Jim liked working this time too. Nobody really else around, director wouldn't be there. He had seven girls coming up from Sudbury, grade five, six, daughters of mining executives is what he was told. The plan was pretty simple. He was going to walk across the lake through a small wooded area and camp on the north shore of Stull Lake, or at least that's what they call it now. Altogether, the trip was maybe two kilometers. The plan was to go for one night so the girls could camp out in the winter, kind of get that feeling of really roughing it. Jim got all the food ready, maps ready, bags ready. It was ready ten minutes before the bus rolled in. Seven girls hopped out, their teacher missed Stull. Jim greeted them, showed them around the camp, let them use the bathroom. He said, all right, let's get to it. The girls were ready to go. Miss Dull had them line up. Number off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Let's go. Jim led them out over the frozen lake. It was a nice day. The sun was shining. Looking down at his watch, he saw 10 o'clock. Pulled out his tape recorder. About 10 o'clock, just sitting out from camp now. Looks like it's going to be a pretty nice day. Two kilometers to go. Put slid that back into his pocket. The walk was pretty nice, really uneventful. And girls were singing and dancing and really having a good time. There wasn't too much snow, but the lake was frozen. They got across White Pine Lake in no time, through the woods. The snow was a little bit deeper in the woods. The girls had a good time there, too. One of them asked, Jim, can we stop and make an igloo? Jim said, well... Really couldn't make an igloo out of this snow, maybe a Quincy hut or something, but no, we we have about a kilometer left to go. Um we can play around while we're there after we get camp set up. Okay, Jim, thanks. About halfway through the woods, Jim told the girls, Keep your eyes out. We're gonna try to find a trail now. That trail will lead us right down the lake where we're gonna camp. You don't wanna go the other way. Legend says there's bootleggers up there. They easily found the trail that led down to the lake. Jim found his favorite spot down there in the winter. Tall trees, north side of the lake. He said, all right, girls, start clearing out a spot. We've got a fire going and have some lunch. Bella walked over to Miss Dull and said, Miss, Miss Dull, I need my medication before lunch. Miss Dull thought, oh, no. She left it in the bus. She turned towards Jim and said, I think I have to go back to the camp. We need to get Bella's medication. 
she needs to take it twice a day. Well, lunch and supper, that's... She really needs it. Jim said, well, I can go back to the camp. That's no problem. She said, no, no, no. It's my fault. I left in the bus and I have the keys. So, you know, I'll, I'll walk back. It's, what, it's two kilometers. It's no problem. 12, 12.30 now. Um, I should be back in no time at all. Do you think you could wait to eat lunch, though? I mean, I don't want Bella to be left out because she really should have her medication before eating. It's kind of a serious thing. Jim said, yeah, that's no problem. I'll, I, I can delay them. So called all the girls around. He said, all right, who wants to build a Quincy hut? My girls are like, sure. What's that? I mean, we have tents. Why would we do it? He said, well, sometimes you don't have a tent. Maybe you need skills. First thing you got to do is pack down the snow a little bit and then pile up a whole bunch of snow. You do that, and then you wait for the snow to freeze. So they had all the girls start moving around the snow using their little snow shovels. They came well equipped. Soon enough, they had a really big pile of snow. Jim said, cool. That looks like it's big enough to me, girls. Let's gather up some firewood, get this fire going. Miss Stahl should be back in no time. Girls all went out and gathered firewood and brought it all back. Fire started going pretty good. Jim got the soup started. He said, okay. I think we can clear out this Quincy hut now. Start hollowing it out. All the girls started digging. Jim looked down at his watch. Been 45 minutes. Pulled out his tape recorder. Well, it's, um... About 1.15, just waiting for Miss Stull to get back. She forgot some medicine. Uh, haven't had lunch yet, but things are going really well. So that back into his pocket. You can see the girl starting to dig out the snow hill. He said, well, there you go. You want it to be about, I don't know, 12 inches thick all the way through? Be some good insulation in there if you girls were all in there. The girls finished building the hut. They had their tent set up. Fire was going. Soup was ready. Jim thought to himself, well, she should be back pretty soon. You girls want to hear a story? It's the story of the bootleggers that used to run through this area. They say they supplied all the miners and all the loggers with all the drink they could ever need. And these bootleggers, you see, wanted more than just silver or gold for their drink. They wanted the souls of men. So the legend says that men throughout this area could drink for an entire lifetime merely to sign over their soul to the bootleggers. Well, the girl said, Jim, what's a bootlegger? And why are you telling us about drinking? Jim looked down at his watch. Stull should be back pretty soon. How do you girls feel about a game of camouflage? The girls jumped up. Oh, we love that game, Jim. He yelled out, camouflage, and everybody ran in different directions as Jim covered his eyes. They all hid behind trees or snowbanks or rocks. One girl zipped into a tent, thinking, you'll never find me. Jim opened his eyes and made the game last probably 20 minutes. Looked at his fire. It's running out of wood. I mean, this was just supposed to be quick. They've been sitting around for, what is it, two hours now? Where could she really be? After the third game of camouflage, Jim noticed it was starting to get dark. Looked down at his watch and it really wasn't working anymore. That's freaking weird. How long have we been playing this game, he thought. Pulled out his tape recorder. Um, I think it's been about two hours, two and a half hours. It still still isn't back. Um, girls are really hungry. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we don't have to return to camp. Slid that back into his pocket. Looking around, Jim could see the girls were starting to get a little restless. 
I said, well, girls, listen up. Really, nothing happened. I said, girls, listen up. Again, nothing really happened. I thought, oh. Girls, number off. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Jim said, okay. Who wants to uh, hear the rest of that story? You can do it in the Quincy hut now that it's hollowed out. One of the girls looked at him and said, Jim, where's Miss Stull? And why is it getting dark and we haven't had lunch yet? I mean, what's going on? I'm hungry. Jim said, uh, all right, well, she'll be back soon. Don't worry about it. Let's get uh, two of you guys to go get uh, go get some more firewood. I don't want to go just collect firewood, Jim. I said, number six and seven, you guys go collect firewood, would you? We have names, Jim. All right, I'm sorry. Please, can you go collect firewood? And they walked off together. I said, stick together, girls. It is getting a little bit dark. He built up the fire with the rest of the wood that he had and grabbed some more that was lying around the camp. You could hear the girls walking off into the snow. Pulled out his tape recorder again. Uh, I guess we're just going to have lunch without Miss Stull. Been a while. Girls are hungry. Um, I don't know. I guess Bella just won't won't eat until uh, until she gets back. In the background, he heard. Jim? Jim. Jim, what the hell Jim, is that? What the hell? What the hell was that, Jim? I don't know. Girls, you okay out there gathering wood? You okay? Jim, I'm scared, Jim. What is going on? Girls, you okay? Sarah. Sarah, you okay? Where'd they go, Jim? Lisa, you hear me? Where'd they go? Jim started following their footprints. Girls, this isn't funny if you're playing a joke. Girls. Did you find them? Answer me now. Started walking a little farther, following their footprints. You could see pretty easily with the white contrast. Even though it was getting dark. Sarah, Lisa, let's go, girls. This is not funny. I'm really not in the mood for a joke. Followed their footprints up and over top of the hill. They just ended. Looking around, he thought, what the hell is going on? Miss Stullen on some sort of joke with me? Turned back around to start walking towards camp, and that's when he saw it. Probably the most blood he's ever seen in his life. Spread across the snow like somebody throwing a bucket. He could see the steam rising up off the snow, melting into the snow like it hadn't been there very long. He turned and ran back towards the camp. All right, girls. Um, Jim, what's going looks on? Looks like uh, everybody's playing a joke on us, I guess. <laughs> Your teacher's in on it, too. So, joke, Jim. Um, we don't have Bella's medicine, and Jim, she can't eat, where so we're going to actually have to walk all the way back. We're going to walk they? back to camp. Everybody just uh, let's go line up, Jim, where and they go? Uh, we'll walk back to camp. Well, Jim, shouldn't we pack up our stuff? We're just going to leave it here? Yeah, yeah, we'll just leave it here. We'll be back. Don't worry. Jim. Um, line up. Number off. One, two, three, four, five. Jim, what this happened doesn't make any Lisa? sense. Are there, uh, I don't know, I think they're playing a, I think they're playing a joke on us, girls. Let's go. we got to go prick, okay? And Jim started walking. Jim, why are you, why are you walking so fast, Jim? Like, slow down. Why am I in such a rush? He said, uh, listen, girls. Girls, we need to get back I'm to tired. camp. Tired. I'm hungry. Um, Bella needs her medicine, and uh, we just we need to go back as quick as possible. Okay, um, come on. They followed the trail that had led them there, retracing their steps. Jim could see that Miss Stull's steps were there. He could see that she was walking. She'd made it down the road, no problem. Jim, Jim, what? Why do we leave all of our stuff? And like, when are we gonna eat? 
Don't worry about it, girls, okay? Just number off. One, two, three, four, five. But I'm hungry, Jim. Jim kept walking, thinking, I'm really hungry. What the hell just happened back there? I've never seen so Jim, much blood. Jim, can we just stop? Now he has all these girls behind him. Please, Jim, Why I just don't so really dark? want to walk anymore. Jim, Jim, I have to pee, Jim. Can we stop? I really have to pee. Uh, no, we're not stopping. Um, just hold it, okay? Jim, I've been holding it for a long time. I have to pee, okay? Look. Look, we're not stopping. Um, just just go in your suit. It'll be fine. It's Jim, gross. I'm not peeing in my snowsuit. You're disgusting. Why would you say Jim, that? don't be gross, okay? Just, I'm gonna go pee. I'll go right behind this tree here. Yeah. <sighs> okay, just be quick. Be quick. Fine, Jim, I'll be quick. She walked in behind the tree. Zip. Oh my god, I can hear her peeing. It's gross. Jim walked around the tree. He could hear dripping. But he didn't see anybody. Where was that coming from? Walking towards the sound, he felt a little on the back of his neck. It was warm. Looking up, he saw Lindsay's head. Ten feet up a tree. Nothing but her head. What the hell is going on here, Jim thought. What the, what the hell? He ran back out. He said, all right, girls, let's go. Number off. What happened? She's in on the joke, girls. <laughs> Come on, number off. One, two, three, sense, four. Jim. Jim, what are we doing? Why? What is happening? And what is that sound, Jim? What is going Jim? on? Where let's is go. she? And he started running. Jim, I can't keep up with you. What is going Jim, on, Jim? Jim, slow down. You're hurting me, Jim. Just hold on, girls. Let's go. Everybody, come on. Keep going. At that point, it started to rain. Jim could feel the rain hitting him, freezing at the outside of his jacket. It's cold, Jim. Starting to pile up on the snow so that every step he was taking was making a crunch through when the snow. It's going to be over, Jim. What Jim, is going on? Jim, what are we doing? Let's just keep going. Number off, girls. One, two, three. What's that sound again, Jim? Three. What's that sound? Three. Oh my Karen? God. Karen, why aren't you saying four? I'm holding your hand, Karen. Karen? Sophie turned around. All she had was Karen's hand. What? What is this, Jim? What's happening? Karen took one more look at the hand in her hand. Passed out to the ground. Jim didn't hesitate. He picked her up, threw her over his shoulder. He said, girls, we have to go. Bella said, Jim, Jim, I don't think I can go anymore, Jim. I'm really tired, Jim. He threw Bella over top of his other shoulder, looked at the third girl and said, you have to keep up. Okay, Jim, Let's I will. go. They started running. Let's go, Jim. This time the ice was getting so thick that it was starting to right cut into you. his pants. Jim could feel every step that he right hit into the you, ground, Jim. cutting into his shin. He could feel his boots starting to get heavier and heavier. The two girls on his shoulders didn't help at all. Jim figured they were about halfway back to camp. Soon enough, they'd be busting out onto White Pine Lake. He thought, if we can get to the lake, it should be clear. We should be faster sailing. We'll there, be able to Jim? get back to camp. This is okay. This is okay. We're going to be okay. Almost there. We're going to be okay. We're going to be Jim? okay. Jim. Jim. Oh. Jim.
Jim didn't even bother to turn around. He could tell what had happened by the screams Bella was making in his ear. He just kept going. Bella said, Jim, Jim, what is that thing? Of course, Jim had no idea. He just kept running, just pushing. Couldn't feel his feet anymore, but now he could see the light at the camp. He thought if he could get there, they could call and get help. Maybe these two girls on his shoulders could survive. Maybe he would too. Who knows? He just kept running. About halfway across the lake, he heard, It's right behind you. Jim, it grabbed Sophie, Jim. Jim. Jim could feel the warm running down his right side. He tossed what was left of Sophie into the snow. He just kept running. Just kept running, saying, Bella, we're going to make it, Bella. Don't you worry. He got all the way down to the camp. He could see the light. He could see that the lights were on in the director's cabin, too. He thought, oh, good. They're here. Everybody, we're going to be fine, Bella. Don't you worry. We're going to get there, Bella. And he started running up the stairs running through the middle of camp yelling, Help! Help! Is anybody here? Help! Still Jim, dark. What's going on? Still really dark out. Where is everybody, The bus Jim? was there. I guess, when was the last time he'd seen the footprints Where from this stone? Where is everybody? He ran as fast as he could straight down towards the director's cabin. He must have been close when he tripped and hit the ground hard. Jim looked back to see what was left of Bella. He had to get to the phone. He had to call. He had to get help. What the heck was going on? As he ran into the cabin, the first thing that he saw was Miss Stull. Sitting in a chair behind the desk. Smiling from ear to ear. White as a ghost. Like somebody drained the blood from her. No idea how long she'd been dead had a pretty good idea how long the girls in front of her had been dead. Those same seven girls that had jumped off the bus today now stood neatly aligned in the row. All seven heads, nothing more, all with their hair shaven clean off the top, and an unnatural smile cut into their face from ear to ear. Jim lost it. How is this even possible? What is going on? Couldn't take it anymore. Grabbed a piece of paper and he wrote on it, I'm sorry. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. I don't know what happened. Threw a piece of rope over top of a rafter. Hung himself. In the morning, they were supposed to come back. They were supposed to check in. The director never got his call by lunchtime. Thought, alright, well, I'll go out there, see what's going on. He arrived probably around 1 o'clock. Walked down to his cabin. Saw the scene. Jim had walked in on the night before. Seven heads on the desk. Mrs. Stull behind the desk. And Jim swinging from the rafters with a note pinned to his chest. Once the police arrived, they searched Jim's body. They found a tape recorder in his pocket with the record button still depressed. When they rewound the tape back to the last entry, it seems that Jim had slid it into his pocket not knowing it was recording. The entire story had been recorded on tape. To this day, nobody can really explain why it went dark that afternoon. Nobody can explain what happened. Police searched the area, but found very little. They found the tents and the camp that they had set up. But no blood. No bodies. No hair, no bone. The storm that had rolled through the night before had covered all footprints. The camp was shut down. Nobody really understood whatever happened. It was kept quiet. 
Nobody wanted everybody to be scared of the woods. Certainly nobody wanted to think there was a psycho killer out there. That's the legend of White Pine. Legend as I know it. And a legend that I hope will be told again. RKY Camp. Summer of 2021. And many years beyond. But in order to make that a reality, RKY Camp needs your help. If you're able, please consider going to rkycamp.org and clicking on the button in the top right corner that says Donate Now and contribute to the Back to Camp Fund. That's rkycamp.org. Thank you all very much for listening.